Welcome back to Soccer Crush. Um, you still have time to join book club. We um, just tweeted out um, the link to sign up. Again, um, you still have time to get your copy of Soccer in Sun and Shadow. We have a new date for our discussion. It's going to be on April 4th. Um, we had to push it back a week. So um, if you signed up, I we emailed out a new Zoom link. So if you don't have that, send us a message so we can get it to you because um, we're really excited to talk about the book with you all. And um, thanks for listening to us. Um, we really couldn't do this without you. If you have a minute, if you could um, go onto your podcast listening platform, like us, rate us, follow, subscribe, all of that good stuff, we would really appreciate it. Uh, take everybody's phones, you know, and subscribe them to us. Maybe they will yeah. be a surprise. Your mom, yeah. your dad, your grandma, your do it. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, who has a rapid fire? I have a rapid fire. Right. Notes, and usually I'm not prepared, but I would like to know who do you wish was your celebrity best friend? Ooh, I mean, probably Taylor Swift. Yeah. Taylor would be on my list of celebrity best friends as well. Yeah. I'm going to take a guess for Trisha's. Trisha's thinking hard. No, I know who mine is. Oh, okay. I'm ready to hear it. Oh, but you want to, Abby's going to guess it first. I think you would like to be best friends with Little Mix. Yes. I was going to say Jade. Oh, I swear to God, I was going to say Jane I want to be her friend. I love her. We would get along. I would also like to be best friends with Dave Grohl. That would just be fighters. Cool. Yeah, that would be pretty. I um, just feel like he's probably the nicest human on earth, and, and he would be. We need really to good have friends friend. in high places to get other things from people. Well, the queen's dead, so we can't she be friends is, with her. I don't want to be friends with the queen. She's <laughs> but like. I don't know. We need to have like good friends up there, but not friends that like will keep your pedophilia secrets, which is what happens no, in the royal yeah, family. No, none of that. So yeah. We don't want that. Um, yeah. We don't need. Like, I also don't want to have pedophilia secrets or no. not secrets or any of that. Want anything like that? No. 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 Strategic friendships. Yeah. Dave Crow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that seems like a good one. Agreed. Um, I asked a version of this question at one of my staff meetings today, so we'll just go with that. But do you have an all-time favorite movie? I feel like we maybe have asked this before, but I'm just curious. Um, Rocky Horror. All-time favorite movie. Ooh. Yeah. It's a good one. Mine's The Crow. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh. Mine's The Shawshank Redemption. Also a good one. That's also a good one. I was honestly going to ask, what is the worst movie you've ever seen? Oh. It is 100% Curse of the Wolf that you made me watch, and it was the worst movie. <laughs> I don't suggest it. It's very bad. Don't even look for it. Look for it. It's a waste of your life. It really is, but look for it. It is the best worst movie you will ever see, and it is the mm-hmm. worst worst movie you'll ever see. There's nothing good about it. Um, the worst movie I've ever seen is um, Starship Troopers. Um, I saw it in the theater with some friends and I thought it was so dumb and like maybe it was supposed to be funny and like maybe now if I watched it I would think it was funny but at the time I was like this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my entire life that's fair have you ever so. walked out of a movie like that you've gone to the theater to see I have 
I haven't. I'm yeah, sure. but that was because my friend worked at the movie theater, so we could go in for free. So I didn't feel bad about leaving if we didn't like it. That's oh. We did leave the drive-in mm-hmm. before the last movie played. Yeah, because it was late. It was like 11 o'clock. It was way... I was... Like, <laughs> and they were out, like, it's between Hamilton and Oxford, and we live in Blue. Oh, yeah. It was an hour drive. We were tired. 11 o'clock's too late to start a movie. We were out of Sonics. Like, there was no reason to stay. Yeah. All right. I I have a headline... Chelsea is for sale <laughs> and I want everyone to they buy are, yeah. that we can buy Chelsea. Um, I don't want to entertain any of the, um, the ramblings on the internet. All I, all I want soccer crush is going to buy Chelsea. We entertain Thank those you. ramblings and we have to talk about the owners of other clubs and people are going to get real salty about that when the attention's on them. Yes. The owners of your premier league clubs are all probably shitty as well. And they should also probably sell their club. It's not just Chelsea. So um, if you are somebody on the internet and you're just talking shit about Chelsea, just take a good look in the mirror, dudes. That's, that's all I have to say. But while they're for sale, um, soccer crash, we have like $30 in our bank account. And I think I'm going to put a bid in. I have $50. I just got a bonus last week. Y'all I will put it towards (laughs) it. Nice. You deserve it. What's what's your headline? Um, I tried to one time to find out who owned Liverpool, and I couldn't really find out. It's, it's people in America. They are. It's American. Group. Um, my the Gillette Group. Yeah, it's like an ownership group, and they own like Liverpool and something else, like uh, a race car team or something. I don't they know. Own a ton of sports teams in the United States on the East Coast yeah. as well. So. If you have a problems with Russians, you probably should have problems with Americans. All I'm saying. Probably. This probably. is why we should just own the clubs. I know. Ugh. I think the only headline that's like in my head right now is that horrible incident at that soccer game in Mexico where um, the fight in the stands like broke out and it spilled into like the like people were like going onto the field to get away from it um it's just awful do not look it up the videos are horrifying they're saying like maybe like somewhere from like 12 to 17 people died it was just terrible so i don't have a happy headline today i'm very sorry usually i I try to bring the sunshine but i'm glad i'm not the only one being a downer today my headline was going to be that iowa is the latest state to ban trans girls from playing women's sports like the giant piece of shits they are is Georgia? Is that Iowa? Iowa. Yeah, I did. Piece of shits or pieces of shit, and can we just use them interchangeably? Because I think they, I think they're both fair. Yeah, they're mm. pieces of shit, and also pieces piece, of shits. Pieces, pieces of, of shits. shits. <laughs> well, that's disgusting. Well, transphobia gonna transphobe. Yep. Just true story. Let kids play. And then, um, do you have a favorite match since we last recorded? I, I do. Yes, the one that Chelsea won. That's a good one. <laughs> well, at least one of our teams. Um, yeah, so it's going to se- sound weird, but probably like the FC Cincinnati match. I know we lost, but it was fun to be back in the stadium. And they played better than they had the week before. And if... Geoff Cameron hadn't had a handball, we would have at least gotten a point from it. But he had a handball in the box, and we lost. So, and like, like 
stoppage time. So I mean, in the I'll end. I'll blame everything on him. That's fine. Maybe he should get vaccinated. Yeah. Maybe. And then maybe he could keep his hands to himself. I don't know. But the weather was perfect. Um, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with Jess. The PA system was out. So I did all the announcing for us, which I think she really appreciated. If you ask her, she'll pretend like she didn't. But um, I think she really did. I think she did. Did she say, Beth, you have a soccer podcast? (laughs) She actually did at one point. What did I say? I like there was something I said and she was like, you have a soccer podcast. <laughs> I was like, I I'm like yeah. And this is what you think. <laughs> Do you not listen to us? Jeff? <laughs> very proud of you and your soccer podcast. Beth. Yeah. Uh, I want to say Roma and at Atlanta was a one zero, but Tammy Abraham got his 20th goal and everybody got carded essentially, but <laughs> Tammy is killing it in Syria. So go check out Roma. It's a good one. So I think, you know, we should probably go have a tactics break because we have a guest joining us today. Me too. Very excited. I am as well. All right. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have your tactics notebooks? Got them. All right, let's go. Welcome back. We are very excited to have on another guest. And it's the first time in a while, I think, that we've had another FC Cincinnati fan on. So that is very exciting for us. Um, Sam Young is here. She is the president of Hangar 937. Um, she is an FC Cincinnati fan and a fan of Huddersfield Town, right? Correct? Yes, Huddersfield Town. The championship, awesome. the best league in England. Yes. <laughs> I'll accept that. AFC Richmond currently playing in that league. (laughs) (laughs) I can't complete with Ted Lasso. That's true. All right. (laughs) But we're very excited you're here and um, are really excited just to hear a little bit about how you got into soccer and how you became president of a supporters group. Tell us all about it. Well, um, when I was little, um, I'm one of two daughters. Um, so my dad never had a son. So I think I was the, uh, I was the substitute instead. So, uh, I was the one that watched sports with him and everything else. Uh, when I was little, my, um, my dream and ambition was to be the place kicker for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, but of course, when you are a little girl, there aren't as many opportunities on the football side. And so I started soccer when I was eight and I played all the way up through high school and then a little bit of uh, intramurals more in college. Uh, Beyond that, I I didn't have enough talent for anything more, but um, I loved the game. I I was a keeper, which was really good when I was in middle school when I was really tall, but then everyone else kept growing and I didn't. So (laughs) rough, but you know, can't help genetics. Um, That's soccer, but FC Cincinnati um, is just has a special place in my heart and has from the first day. Uh, I actually worked for a financial institution um, back when the team was first getting started in the USL. And um, the financial institution was one of the sponsors of the club's shorts because apparently shorts have a sponsor. Um, So, right. Okay. Didn't know that. Yeah, did you know that? I didn't know that. I guess all the different pieces of gear have their own things. What if they were like juicy couture sweatsuits or something and they just (laughs) sponsor across the butt? I was was thinking like Victoria's Secret Pink, but yes, that'll do the same thing. (laughs) Yes. Opportunity. So, uh, 
yeah, but they were, um, they were the sponsor and they had all these little pamphlets on each one of the little teller bays that had the FC Cincinnati schedule. And it was a Saturday and I happened to look down and I saw that they were playing and, um, I was trying to think of who I could bribe probably to come with me to a game. Didn't want to go by, by myself, but I really wanted to see some upper level soccer and I happened to call one of my coworkers and asked if he would be interested because we had talked soccer before and our mutual love. Uh, turns out he was uh, Bob Brumberg, who happened to be the, well, later, the vice president of Dienenstadt, one of the other supporter groups for FC Cincinnati. And so when I called him, he said, well, not only am I going, you need to come with me. You need to come meet some people. Yada, yada, yada. Next thing I know, I'm going to every single game. I have season tickets and I am buying every orange and blue thing I can find. I'm making jewelry and going to Hobby Lobby and just perusing the orange and blue sections of beads and anything under the sun. Um, and so I loved it. Well, um, fast forward a few years and I met my husband, um, well, husband now, boyfriend then. He uh, was going to school at NKU. And he was getting his master's to go work up at Wright Air Force at Wright Pat Air Force Base in Dayton. I made the jump and moved to Dayton with him. And then I was without all of my friends. Aww. So um, we were looking for ways that I could get involved and meet people because I lived in the same area of Northern Kentucky my whole life and didn't really didn't really know how to kind of broaden my horizons. And I saw a Facebook post about potentially starting a new SG in Dayton. Didn't think much of it, but I thought I'd go to the meeting and see. Um, met a really good group of friends. Um, and I, if nothing else, I wouldn't trade that part for the world. Um, I think all of my friends up here now are SC Cincinnati fans and soccer fans. And so we all have a, a common love. But um, from there, Hangar 937 started and we've not looked back. That's so, so cool. How did you become a Huddersfield Town fan? Curious that. About was that was my husband. So um, he, uh, speaking of, of random connections, uh, he used to work for TQL, um, so like the stadium, but um, he decided he wanted to go in a different direction. So he left there and started um, going back to school. He was, so he likes to say he was uh, gainfully unemployed when we met and somehow I still decided to go out with him. Uh, but he was free during his days. And at the time, um, Huddersfield was on TV quite a bit. They were in the championship. They were um, really, really good. And that was the year they ended up uh, getting promoted to the Premier League. So uh, he was watching it a lot. He got me watching it. And the next thing I know, I was, I was looking at top, tier teams in the Premier League just to root for someone that was actually winning all the time. But the next thing I know, he was talking so much about Huddersfield Town that I ended up knowing every single player by name and number and position. And I, I just kind of fell into it. And uh, they're amazing. I love the fan base over there and uh, talking to everyone. Um, I, I have connections over here in the States as well as in England. Um, we actually did our belated honeymoon in the Yorkshire area and went to two Huddersfield Town matches. Oh, how got to, fun. Uh, got to hang out in the cow shed, which is their version of the Bailey. Um, and just absolutely love that area. I can't wait to go back. It's it's awesome. That's so fun when you get adopted in another team's fan base and have never like been there and experienced it. I know. Yes, we've done the same. 
Um, oh, ours yeah. is in Tampa Bay. Oh, fun. Rallies? Random. Yeah. But we're going there in two months, so yeah. that'll be fun. Fun. I have Sign friends that are rally fans. Yeah, the, the people there are just so so kind, and there's it's such a family uh, experience. Uh, there's there's a, a fan, and he's such a sweet guy, but he's uh, battling cancer at the moment. And uh, the cow shed made this big banner um, that said, keep fighting Daz. The players saw it. Then the players grabbed it and had it out on the field and were holding it Aww. before their German wave. It, it was it made me cry over here. I just, it's a very special team, a very special area. Um, when we even shared that we were coming over, everybody automatically shot us messages telling us who to get in contact with to make sure we got cow shed tickets and that we could go to all the best places. And um, yeah, they're, they're just awesome. That's so fun. Soccer's the best at bringing people together. It really is. It really, it really is. is. Yeah, and rivalries, Beth. What's that? And creating rivalries. Oh, that's true. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Do you love a good rivalry? (laughs) I like to turn all of my rivalries into friendships, though. Like, that's... (laughs) Friend banter is the best. Yeah. Because then, you know, at the end of the day, they're probably not going to actually come to your house and throw eggs at your front door. I would like to say, we don't have a front door. (laughs) (laughs) We have an apartment. (laughs) I do, but everyone always thinks it's my next door neighbor. So Perfect. maybe he would get eggs on his door. It'd be fine. <laughs> uh, are you ready for some rapid fires? Let's go. All right. What are some of your favorite soccer Twitter accounts and podcasts? Um, I love soccer podcasts. That's what my husband and I do uh, every day is listen to podcasts and play video games because we're big nerds. Um, as soon as the baby goes to bed, that's what we do. Um, allocation disorder is one of my favorites. Um, I listen to about every episode soccer crush, of course. Um, I have to give a shout out to my, you ain't lying, um, group as well. I do listen to them. And then, um, from the Huddersfield side, I listen to Andy, and he takes that chance and Uda be a terrier. So, um, one of those is always on in my house. I love it. Um, who would you trust to take a high stakes PK? I went back and forth on this one um, because I wasn't going to name anyone from FCC. No offense, guys. I love y'all, but no. Um, And uh, my Huddersfield guys, they're practically cursed on on PK. So we're we're just not going to go down that route. So I I thought logically, um, I'm going to go with Harry Kane. Uh, his lifetime percentages are 83%. He's 36 of 43. Oh, he's the worst person I know in the world. Yeah, I know. No, I know. Not. I loved it, Sam. <laughs> I could feel them cringing inside because of their dislike of I'm writing it. I'm not going to lie, but I had to go with what's going to get me a victory. Right. If, if, right. if I'm sitting there at a PK, I don't want the nice guy. I want the guy that's putting it in the net. I would pick Ledesma. Yeah, Manu would get it. I miss him. I know. Yeah, I know. But let's, have a, let's have a moment of a silence moment for Manu. For, here's a moment for Manu. Yeah, everybody do our crosses. We miss him. He's an angel. We'll get to see him this summer. Yeah. Any hoot? Which coach would you like to get a drink of your choice with? So I knew the first part of this, but I didn't, I had to look up the second part of this and I found a fun answer. So um, I went with Thierry Henry. 
So he is the so he is an assistant coach for the Belgian national team right now, uh, formerly in Montreal. Uh, but he I was obsessed with the French national team when I was growing up. So uh, he would be one I would like to get a drink with. But I also found out that he does not drink drink. Okay. So um, we would be having tea time. Oh, I so love it. I yes. respect it. Tea is better than alcohol. It sounds very classy. Tea with Terry. Pinky Ooh. up. Pinky <laughs> up. Pinky's up for Terry. Who do you think is the most famous soccer player? I won't lie. I cringed more with this one than the Harry Kane. I'll say Cristiano Ronaldo. I don't love it. I'm just going to say it. Uh, and I base that entirely on the fact that he's one of the few players that my that my family know by name because my family doesn't know anything about soccer. Oh, that's so um, the fact, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah we're going to just bleep his name out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please do. Please do. Um, have you read any soccer books? And if so, which are your favorites? This made me laugh. Um, so the answer is no that I could think of, of soccer books. But when I read this, <laughs> the first thing I thought of was the Mary-Kate and Ashley movie, uh, Switching Goals, Switching goals. Yes. growing up. The, the girl that with all the talents name was Sam. I was obsessed with that movie. So all I could get out of my head, <laughs> I couldn't get it out of my head at all, was Switching yeah, Goals. That's a great movie. Can we put that on our book club list? Yes. I would also like to read Switching Goals night. by Mary-Kate and Ashley. Yeah. Yes. You have to find a VHS first, probably, but... We have it on DVD. I have it on DVD, Sam. <gasps> That's a thing? I'm, oh, yeah. I'm obsessed with Mary-Kate and Ashley. Okay, well, um, it, my first DVD of them was Island in the Sun. Everything before that was uh, VHS. Island so. in the Sun is one of my favorite Mary-Kate and Ashley's. Maybe we'll have Passport to... Passport to Paris to is still the, the OG. What if we just come to Dayton and we just do an SG, like, viewing of, of Switching Goals? Like, I feel like we can make a whole party out of it. We'll have you up at Yellow Cab Tavern. We'll have the big, uh, we'll have oh. the big projector down. We'll have we'll Mark make a pit stop at Dorothy Lane, and we'll be Mark. Off. You better be listening to this podcast because I'm already inviting a whole bunch of people <laughs> to watch Mary Kate and Ashley movie at your. I park. feel like this has a fundraiser potential to it. Like yes, it does. I, I feel really good about this. I think we can make that happen. Girls in soccer. I mean, everybody is welcome, of course, but I, I, I would assume that the target audience would gear more towards. Girls and gays. Females that loved yeah. Mary-Kate and Ashley growing up. So. Yes. Oh, I'm so in. Yes. Ah, that's awesome. Please. Just making sure we weren't. We're um, done. We're done. <laughs> Is there a match you wish you could relive? Ooh. U.S. Open Cup. Mitch saying no against Chicago. My God. All day long. I wasn't there in person, so every time it comes up, I just feel that little twinge of jealousy because I was on vacation. I did jump on the couch in the rental house we were in. So I've never seen soccer by that point, so I don't even know what I'm missing. Although you have definitely made up for it. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Who is your favorite person or favorite people to watch soccer with? Top one would be my spouse, um, since that's one of the primary things we bond on is sports. And um, we're getting the, I have an 18 month old daughter and she watches it with us and claps at all the right points, though she was clapping for the goals against Austin uh, during the first game of FC Cincinnati because oh, she no. didn't understand. She just saw that they were goals. So I'm, I'm training her in the right direction. I just have to train her that there are good goals and bad goals still. Um, but be, besides that, it's going to be my hangar 937 people in Dayton. Oh, I want to watch soccer with them. Please do. We're fun. I just hear wonderful things. Um, 
which team would you relegate if you could? Any league, anything? Who who are you relegating? Well, if I'm going to be able to do this, I'm going with an MLS team since we don't have the relegation. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm going to relegate Nashville. Woo, yes. I cannot stand that fan base. I'm sorry, guys, but Don't man, the people on Twitter are the worst. They're I was annoying. going to say Charlotte for a minute because of their how their organization is going, but I feel like in any situation with relegation, they'd be relegating themselves right now. That's fair. So yes, Phil fans, if you're listening, stop it. <laughs> First of all, why? Naturally, <laughs> made it through one of our episodes. How? <laughs> Which is your Harry Potter house? Oh, I'm a Ravenclaw. We have one of each. Ooh. Oh, I love when that happens. I love when we have a Ravenclaw on because then we're all represented. It's perfect. Super nerd over here. Is there anyone in your life that you met through soccer and probably wouldn't have met otherwise? Everyone in Hangar 937, for sure. Um, not to keep plugging plugging my my lovely group, but the way. we really have become such a family. Um, that's what I mean. We talk about it all the time is the Hangar fam. You know, we're not we're not the biggest by any stretch, but um, we very much get along and try to support each other and support Dayton. And our whole mission is to bring more soccer all around up here to the Dayton area. So um, we've all kind of bonded together and had a lot of fun. So. I'm very grateful that I've met all of them. I love how soccer builds a community. It really does. It really does. Um, Who is a soccer crush you just don't understand and don't think should be a crush? I feel like I'm going to get crushed for this uh, answer. I'm going to go Olivier Giroud. And we're done. (laughs) I know. Listen, I keep looking at pictures of this man and I keep getting David Hasselhoff vibes. And I can't get past it. You know what? Oh, yeah. That's okay. Everything's okay here for the most part. You know what, Sam? We're here for hot takes, even if they're hot takes against us. I mean, Dominic's shirtless. I know. I I felt bad saying it, but I just couldn't get past it. I kept looking through. I'm like, is there someone else that I think is overrated, overrated? Nope, nope, nope. Hasselhoff. Excellent. I think I'm gonna go cry later. I, you know what? It's been great having you. Um, (laughs) Oh, on that note, I'm sorry. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, you're fine. If your soccer crush offered to take you out to dinner, where are you going and what are you ordering? Well, listen, I have a replacement for Olivia for you. I'm Uh just saying. His name is Christopher Schindler. Place for S F C Nuremberg, formerly a Huddersfield Town person, and every individual who has ever followed Huddersfield Town within the last few years will know that I am not exaggerating when I say he is the most attractive man in existence, including my husband. Mm-hmm. Fully would support that statement. Actually, I ran it by him beforehand, and he agreed with me. He's a beautiful man, and I've seen him in person. What's his name? Christopher Schindler. I feel like we might need to get him into the rotation. Yes. Oh. Can't confirm. He is beautiful. Where have we been sleeping on this? <laughs> I'm just saying, you got Hasselhoff and you got the shin. She's a man. Yeah, how, man. how old is this kid? <laughs> oh, 31. Old enough for oh, to be legal. He was born in the 90s. Look at okay. that. I mean, he's still younger than yeah. us, but that's fine. 
Okay. So where where are you going out to dinner with uh, yeah. this gentleman? What are you meeting? You know, I I assume that I'd be in Germany, or at least in my in my perfect imagination, I would be in Germany at the time. So I'm picturing a little like German tapas place with a giant dunkel in hand, something along those lines. Ooh, yum. I support that. He's got a nice profile. He does indeed. Sorry, uh, question. Oh wait, no, it's who's next? Okay, no, it's uh, it's my turn. Um, the world has ended. We are in a full-on zombie apocalypse. You can team up with three people to save your life, and they're all soccer players. Who is on your zombie apocalypse team? All right, uh, person number one, Jeff Cameron. Uh, I assume he seems like someone who could probably use a gun. And could probably have a bomb shelter ready for us already. You know what? Those are safe assumptions that we have also made. That's true. Regarding him. You're right. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, uh, Jonathan Hogg, he plays for uh, Huddersfield Town. Uh, They call him the general. He is one giant muscle, and I feel like he would destroy any zombie that came our way. With a nickname like the general, I mean, I feel like that already qualifies him. Correct. And then uh, Zidane would be my third because he would headbutt the zombies. So I feel like I have all aspects covered at that point. That's a very thoughtful team. What do you bring to the team, though? Oh, oh brilliant and beautiful uh, no. and smart and kind. You, well, that's what she's bringing. I mean, I obviously bring the organization because I don't know any other way these men would get together. That's we're only true. going to survive because I bring them together. Delegate the tasks and just... Tell him what to do. Be the boss. She's a former keeper. She sees everything. I feel like Sam would be the strategist of the group. Like she would have a plan. Well, she's, she's right. I sit back and I sit back mm-hmm. in the net and I direct everyone. There you go. As women should. There you go. True story. If what did they say? It was the big fat Greek wedding. The man is the head of the house and the woman is the neck and she can turn the head any way she wants. <laughs> there you go. I, I my big fat Greek wedding. It's a good if you had the power to change, add, or remove any soccer rule, what would you change, add, or remove? Out of bitterness from Saturday, I would say handball, but that's not really true. Um, <laughs> in reality, I would say the allocation money rules in the MLS, because you never know how much money a team actually has, unless you're following like five different uh, analysts who are trying their best to understand all of the different deals and trying to keep track of everything. I would like much uh, a much clearer rule base for MLS um, allocation of players. It's a great answer. And salary caps. True story. Definitely. Who do you think has the best mascot and who do you think has the worst mascot? So, uh, this is probably the best and the worst all at the same time um, because it, it's he's self self-professed as the best mascot. But um, for a while, West Brom had the boiler man and it was a guy dressed up as a furnace. <laughs> and please, please look these pictures oh. up because it is probably the funniest thing I have yeah. ever seen. Is this guy <laughs> dressed up as a furnace walking around? That is it, it's one hundred percent what it is. You're right. That is <laughs> that is simultaneously the best and the worst I have ever seen. Right. We, we will not be asking anyone else this. No, question. I think we're just removing the question. <laughs> Who did Dominic say there was one, and it looked like 
a COVID spore or something. something (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, before Boiler Man, I was going to say Q from San Jose because I have no idea what that dude is. He's just a big blue dude with white hair and he looks like a Muppet from Sesame Street. (laughs) But but Boiler Man, I I couldn't not do Boiler Man. That takes the cake. That's amazing. (laughs) Um, If you could pick any match broadcast team, who would it be? No offense to any of our our local gents and, and gals, but um, we miss out with some of the on some of the uh, English wit. Um, I I must say so, um, especially in when you are a championship uh, person, you get the local commentary of uh, some of the different parts of England. And um, for Huddersfield Town, uh, their names are Augie and Matt Glennon, and they are two of the funniest guys I have ever heard for any match of any sport anywhere um, between their commentary on the colors of kits and just what shade of mint that Huddersfield is wearing <laughs> that day um, to talking about their food choices in the middle of the broadcast to having no compunction about uh, being the first to say that was rubbish. That was absolutely terrible play <laughs> in the middle of the game. Uh, I, I love them. I absolutely adore following them. And I'm actually disappointed on the days that we're on ESPN plus because then I don't get the local commentary. I feel like that's a job we could do. You guys. We talk about, you the, we talk about the important things. Well, you could just have fun with it. They sound very entertaining. They are. They are. Is there a match you wish you could have watched in person? I'm still kicking myself about this. Yeah, the uh, the first uh, win in TQL Stadium. Ooh, there has we won there. I missed one there. One game. One game last year. So I think it's actually my fault. So I should probably miss more games. So uh, sorry to the fan base. It is probably my fault. It's not your fault. We're not going to put that on your shoulders. No, I appreciate that. Of course not. Would you rather have a million dollars or a match-worn kit from your favorite player? A uh, million dollars to go buy multiple of that, those kits. That's fair. <laughs> pay off student loans and have $10 left over. Exactly. Get Chipotle. <laughs> Who is a player that used to be at your club that you would bring back in a second? I, I, I don't think this is a hot take, but Harrison Delbridge. Oh, he is a hot take. I, Miss him. I miss being able to go Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. I thought he was an awesome player. I'm very sad that he went back to Australia. I get why, obviously, but I would love to have him back. I would too, because then his brother would visit and play shows around here. I'm obsessed with, we are obsessed with brother Quinn. Oh my God. He's like one of my favorites. He is so talented. See, then it makes it even less of a hot take because that we support it. Bring the Lewis Delbridges. Yeah. It's actually just Delbridges. I think Lewis is his middle name. It doesn't matter. Bring them back. Please. I, right now. I never watched him. So um, which team has the best fan base and alternatively, which team has the worst? <laughs> well, the best besides us, because I'm, I'm not going to answer just us because that's a given. Um, so when we did, we did, I think I shared that um, we did uh, a, a late honeymoon where we went and watched soccer in Europe. So we did a week in England and we did a week in Germany. Um, aside from the town fans who also, I've already talked about how awesome they are. Um, we did a game in um, Hanover and the Hanover fan base were some of the nicest people I've ever met. 
Um, we ended up drinking before the game with them at their, it's like a big open area pre-match get together. And so everybody's there and they're obviously speaking German because you know, it's Germany. And all I did is um, ask if someone spoke English enough to ask, there's like a, I don't know, some kind of crowd thing going on. And next thing I know, we are sat smack dab right in the middle of a whole group of people who also incidentally speak for, for them. They would say terrible English. For me, I would say fluent English. Um, okay. telling us everything about their team, um, wanting to know all about the MLS, et cetera, et cetera. Most welcoming people. They were awesome. I have a bunch of pictures in my scrapbook of me with some of these people. And, uh, my parents were like, did you know people when you were going over there? No soccer. It brings people together. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. That's no, so no. Worst. Worst is easy. Uh, Nash, I was, these are my three Nashville because their fans on social media are just awful. That's Columbus right. and Leeds together because they both act like they're massive and they're not really massive. That's um, right. so they, yeah. Um, but Leeds is going to be the worst. Of would, those. You, would you also like to comment on Louisville while we're here? Just while we're all together. I mean, I, if we're talking about minor leagues, we can do that. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, you know what? Louisville was always a fun trip. We, I remember um, back in the day when Dan and Shaw made a, a baseball t-shirts and we just sang about them playing on a baseball field and the wacky waving inflatable arm guys coming out of the drums. I mean, Louisville was a, a great time, but they're the worst. Agreed. They're the worst. <laughs> I didn't put that there. I think that's from last time. <laughs> Sometimes I change the words and the questions on the Google Doc, um, but I didn't do it this time. It's just there still. I made some assumptions. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to read you what it should be, and then I'll have to <laughs> You can watch any two clubs play each other at any stadium. stadium. Who's playing and where? Um, selfishly, I would say FC Cincinnati and Huddersfield Town in Cincinnati because I want to see them both play at the same time. Um, and I also want to settle the age old debate of which team is better. <laughs> so fair. I would love to see that myself. Um, the question did say you can watch any two poops play. <laughs> I don't think we need to watch. We're very mature over here at soccer. Oh, crush. <laughs> oh don't worry. Look down a couple questions. It gets okay, better. Yeah. One. <laughs> oh, I sent them <laughs> to you that way. <laughs> And you know what? It's funny that it's only my questions and her questions and not yours. Interesting. Why did you Beth? I sure did. I sure did send them to you that way. You trusted her. Digestion is extremely important. We are so All right. Well, um, who's your most hated soccer team? And can you say something nice about them? Um, I'm going to go with Leeds, um, because they're scum. Oh, but you did say something nice. Um, so here's something nice about Leeds. They figured out that Bielsa is overrated and they hired an American. So go them. Good. Good for you, Leeds. Good. Good job, guys. You're still scum. I found them so endearing after the, uh, take me home documentary. On that note. (laughs) 
Next. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Have you ever seen a good referee during a match? <laughs> <laughs> Can we please talk about what that question really says? <laughs> because That's my it. response was, if he pooped during a match, he wouldn't be good. <laughs> yeah. So the document says, have you ever seen a good referee poop during a match? I can't believe I didn't realize it and just sent them to you. Like, <laughs> the answer to that question is yes. Guido Gonzalez, he really shit the bed during that FC. <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs> true. Feel free to also respond with Ted Uncle and we'll go. We're good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. What was the what was the question? Have you ever seen a good <laughs> referee during a match? Ooh. If I did, the fact that I don't remember him means that he was good. There you go. Or she. It's like, it's, it's, I feel like it's most people with customer service these, these days. If you don't remember your name, their name, and you don't remember anything, then it probably was decent to good service. But if you specifically remember, it's because you're going to go talk to their manager in Karen fashion. That's fair. That's very fair. We'll go with that. So Ted uncle, I know you, I know your name. He's got your number, I know your name. He's got your number. And the most very important question that we could ask, who is your soccer crush? Well, so we already talked about Christopher Schindler and I'm I'm glad we agreed. Um, But I had, I had more on my list. So my, my other two on my list. um, So Janino Vacuna currently plays for Birmingham city, former town. I, I don't know what it is, but I, Town just attracts hot men. I mean, it is what it is. You know? Um, so he, <laughs> That's something we need to keep our eyes on. Thank you for bringing this. You know, there's some pretty men in the championship. There, there are some pretty men. Except for Mitrovic in, at, um, what's his face? He, he's just awful. Just, mm. I just want to throw that into the other that uh, mm. Mitrovic, you suck. Um, but besides him, uh, the other one is Jonas Losel. Okay. Uh, so he is a keeper, formerly of town, and he is also beautiful. beautiful. But number one is going to go to Schindler all day, every day, done. We'll accept that. Yeah, that's Thank totally you. acceptable. And also the point. I wanted to bring some more to the table for you, just to show you show you the delights of uh, second tier football in England. We love second tier. We appreciate it for sure. We have learned very many crushes from people who have enlightened us Mm -hmm. clubs that we maybe have not had our eyes on before. Um, And so we just love expanding our, our soccer circle and our eyes really like it too. Cause you know, we're doing the Lord's work here. (laughs) That's why we all watch soccer, right? (laughs) Sport. Because we care about (laughs) tactics. Yes, but also my Twitter feed absolutely loves when there are some very um, attractive tactics that pop up um, from Soccer Crush. So we do thank, what we you. Can. thank you for your work for humanity. Yes, <laughs> it's hard, but someone has to do it. It's honest work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. Um, thank you so much for entertaining our stupid questions and hanging out with us and sharing your <laughs> soccer love story. Now, how, what can we plug for you? How, what, what Twitters can we follow? Where can we find you at the matches? If they want to, anybody wants to come say hi or, you know, all of that fun stuff. Yeah. Well, so um, anybody who is 
north of Cincinnati and looking for a place to watch our games. Um, so for FC Cincinnati, come to uh, Yellow Cap Tavern and you can follow them. Um, it is in the heart of downtown Dayton. Um, that's our home for all of the away matches. For home matches, we team up with Dienenstadt at the OTR Stillhouse, which is a newer place in um, Cincinnati. Beautiful. We had our first watch or first uh, pre-match party on Saturday, and it was amazing. Um, and then, so please follow us. And I, I will say, um, if I can say one other thing, um, for anyone who saw the match on Saturday, you may have seen the TIFO. Um, that was done. It, it was so it was a collaboration of all of these supporter groups. Um, so all headed under the Incline Cincy umbrella. And um, one thing that we are that's really cool that we're working on with Bootsy Collins is a T-shirt of the TIFO design. And the all the proceeds from the T-shirt are going back to Bootsy's foundation for um, the West End to oh. help um, families in the West End. So um, we are selling the t-shirts online. So they're on, um, you can go directly to the Incline Cincy webpage. Um, you can follow it from there. You can also go to the Hangar 937 page. It's actually in our store. It happens to be in our store because of, uh, of the fact that we have um, those little capabilities, but it's everyone that is selling them together. So it's not just one group. We're all working on it together. Um, but every bit of the, the proceeds are going to a great cause in the West End. So um, please take a look if you can. That is so we'll awesome. be sure to link that on our Twitter as well. I very much appreciate it. Like I said, it's anytime we can give back, that's when it's really important. Because like we've said before, soccer is about coming together. And hating on Nashville. Amen. <laughs> That's gonna be the name of the episode. Talkers about coming together on Nashville on Harry Kane. Just kidding. I don't know. I feel like Hasselhoff has some um, potential as well. You've <laughs> <laughs> heard a lot of hurtful things while, recording, but I'm still not over that one. I mean, I, just, I I don't know what it was, but it was like the first picture I looked at. But I'm like, man. Have you I just kept picturing right that pictures? E- Clearly not, but <laughs> when I when I looked at the first picture I saw, all I could think of was the SpongeBob SquarePants movies. I'm David Hasselhoff. <laughs> 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 like I was done. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. At least she didn't say Harry Kane for that one. <laughs> no. That would have been the unforgivable sin. No, if we were like, who's a soccer crush that you just don't understand? I'd be like, yeah, why does anybody like Harry Kane? I don't get it, but. (laughs) I mean, I get, I get it. Like We saw that one picture and we got it. There is one photo of Harry Kane that I did not get disgusted by. And he has on like hot pink swim shorts. Is it because we covered his face? And then I just covered his face and had to look at the bottom half of him. Maybe I need to start doing that with Juro. And he yeah. was way more attractive. Oh yeah. If you just like take that out, because there are oh, a lot yeah, of players just... that are butter faces. Yeah. Whatever. Good point. No, I just I would say that their more most important features are not their face. And that's how you, you know, remedy that. Except red's face. We love red. Hi red. She's right. been awfully busy this evening. Oh my goodness. I, I was waiting for mine to pop up because uh, the one started squeaking a duck the second that you hit the record button. So of course. I figured that was going to go well. <laughs> well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for having me. This was a blast. Well, 
I think I think there's room for collaboration here. You guys can catch us at uh, in Dayton watching Mary Kate National movies with our new friends. Yes, we'll we'll talk about that charity event later on. Yes, sounds awesome. good. That's it for this time, crushes. Thanks for hanging out with us. A huge thank you to Sam for hanging out, sharing her soccer love story. Thanks for being such an awesome guest. Aww. And if you want to share your soccer love story, we'd love to have you. You can tweet us or DM us and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at soccer underscore crush. It's where we post most of our thirst traps and, you know, come nominate your soccer crush for crush of the week. And don't forget to sign up for book club. And if you can't make it to this one, don't worry. We will be announcing our next book on April the 4th. Thank you guys for listening to soccer Soccer crush.